0: Hello and welcome to the Flourishing Teacher Podcast. I would like to acknowledge that this podcast is being recorded on the traditional lands of the Wurrung people of the Kulin Nation, and I pay my respects to the elders, past, present, and emerging. I am your host Paige Tan, and I am a teacher well-being coach who supports teachers and educators to prioritise themselves in order to free themselves from burnout all while achieving balance and honouring their boundaries. Remember, you are a human being first and a teacher second. Living a mindful and balanced life is absolutely possible for teachers all around the world, despite what the statistics say. So, are you ready to start living your life in flow? And more importantly, are you ready to flourish? Hello teachers, I hope that you're all doing really well, especially as you are getting into the thick of the school term. The start of the year has sort of come and gone and you are probably in the time of the term where you are building those strong and positive relationships with your students and also getting into the nitty-gritty of teaching the curriculum and the content. I hope that you're all doing really well with this transition back to the new school year, if you are based in Australia, and of course, if you are based somewhere else, I hope that the school term, no matter where you are at in the school term or the school year, you are also flourishing at the moment. Today's episode is a fun one. I thought I would come on here with an episode to share with you about the work that I do with my coaching clients and also to give you a deeper insight into my signature framework that I have created to help support my clients who are teachers doing amazing work all around, both personally and professionally. So, as you know, I am someone who is really passionate about the topic of teacher well-being, and particularly with reducing and preventing teacher burnout. As we all know, burnout has been sort of a buzzword that has been thrown around in the past few years, and It's one of those things that has seemed to become quite prevalent in the teaching industry. It is worrying, the statistics that are coming out all around the world, it's not just happening in Australia, but as we know, teachers are tired and stressed and overwhelmed and this is due to a whole variety of factors whether it's the workload whether it's working hours etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah but teacher burnout this is something that i am really really passionate about speaking to because i think that it is something that can be prevented if we begin to shift the focus On ourselves as teachers. So often as teachers we are always giving, 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 giving to our students, to our colleagues, to whoever it is that we come into contact with in our day-to-day life. And so often we forget to give to ourselves and this can be something that really leads to burnout ultimately at the end of the day. So what am I speaking about when I speak to this framework that I've created? So this framework, the free from teacher burnout framework, as I call it, the ultimate outcome of this framework is to support teachers and educators to be free from burnout and to cultivate a mindful, purposeful and flourishing life. And there are three main pillars to this framework. The three support structures, as I like to visualize them as. And these three pillars are, number one, mindset, number two, mindfulness, and number three, self-focus. So in this episode, I'm going to be diving a little bit deeper into each of these three pillars and talk to how i support teachers and educators and my clients to use these well use this framework and use this as sort of a guide that they can implement in their life to truly cultivate a mindful purposeful and flourishing life. So first pillar, mindset. The key question here when it comes to mindset is really this question. What key mindset do I need to adopt in both my personal and professional life? Speaking from personal experience, I know that I found it really hard to detach my identity from being just a teacher. To myself, I was the teacher. To everyone around me, I was known as the teacher. Yeah, and that was really like a primary um, way of seeing myself. And so often I forgot that I was a human being outside of being a teacher too. And I know firsthand that this is something that a lot of teachers that I've spoken to and a lot of teachers in my life also tend to struggle with. So when it comes to mindset, what key mindset do you need to adopt in both your personal and professional life? And in this pillar, I like to further break this down into three different points that I feel is so crucial when it comes to cultivating the right mindset. So the first one being playing to your strengths. So be honest with yourself here. Do you know what your strengths are? If you answered yes to that, I'm going to further challenge you to reflect on this and ask yourself, how do you show up with your strengths every day? Do you even show up with your strengths every day in your life? Not just at work, but in your personal life too. And if you answered no to the initial question of whether you know your strengths or not, I challenge you to go find out and reflect on the strengths that you bring to the table. By knowing your strengths and showing up from that place, it is such an authentic way and also such an aligned way for you to truly be yourself so that's the first piece of the mindset puzzle play to your strengths the second piece to the mindset puzzle i like the name of this one and it is f the shoulds honor your boundaries I'm not going to swear on here, (laughs) but really it's about effing the shoulds and honouring your boundaries. Again, hands up if you can relate to being a people pleaser. I certainly can and I am certainly working on this each and every day of my life. But so often I know that my default response to situations is that oh uh, that should be something that I'm doing like that should be something that I'm doing even if it's not something that I necessarily truly want to do that word should tends to make an appearance and being a people pleaser more often than not that thing that should be done is most likely something that may not quite be Something that you wish to do. Yeah. And in this case, this leads to the concept of boundaries, where it's about knowing what your boundaries are and not just knowing them, but putting them in place and also communicating these boundaries with people around you because people are not mind readers. Period. Yeah. What you think. People should know again that which should is coming out what do you think people should know they really may not even be thinking about yes yeah, so boundaries boundary setting that is also a piece of the puzzle that is really important when it comes to mindset the third piece of the mindset pillar is living into your values So again, a reflecting question for you here. What do you value? Do you know your values? Have you got a list of values sitting in front of you? Our values are almost like a compass, that true north for us to always come back to when times get hard, when we are stressed, when we are overwhelmed, knowing your values and knowing what it is that truly your mind, body, and soul align with, that is going to allow you to stick to your why and to stick to your purpose, and ultimately, at the end of the day, cultivate that purposeful life that you were always meant to lead. So that's the mindset pillar there. And the three pieces to that mindset puzzle, play to your strengths, honor your boundaries and live into your values. The second pillar in this framework of mine is that of mindfulness. And the key question here is how do you cultivate mindfulness both in and out of your teaching role. So again, mindfulness is another buzzword in this world right now. And mindfulness is a whole topic for another episode. And I'm going to share more about this in episodes to come. But here's your key question how do you cultivate mindfulness both in and out of teaching and again in this mindfulness pillar there are three pieces to this puzzle first one being find your flow and notice the wording of that find your flow it's not find someone else's flow And someone else's flow is not necessarily your flow either. So do you know how you best work? Do you know how you best show up? Do you have strategies in place that allow you to be your most effective self and to allow you to achieve flow? Those are the key questions in this piece. The second piece to the mindfulness puzzle is... To develop an attitude of gratitude. Gratitude is such a powerful practice and in my opinion, a pretty underrated one. There are so many things in life that we can be grateful for and we don't often take the time to pause and reflect on those things that we can be grateful for in our lives even just by cultivating a five minute daily practice of listing three things that you're grateful for, for the day. It is such a powerful practice that has so many long-term benefits. I personally do practice, or do have a gratitude practice that is a part of my daily routine and it is something that i cannot speak of highly enough because it just gives me perspective and it allows me to think of the things no matter how small they are to really think of them and come from an angle of gratitude which has been really nice over the years that I've been doing this so that's the second piece develop an attitude of gratitude and the third piece of the mindfulness pillar is to embrace the present how do you embrace the present do you even embrace the present that's the question and embracing the present might look different to everyone Some of you might really benefit from allowing yourself to pause in the middle of the day and do a breathing exercise. Some of you listening here, maybe listening to this podcast episode is your opportunity that you're giving yourself to embrace the present. Maybe it's moving your body. Whatever it is, embrace the present In whatever style or in whatever way works for you. So that's the second pillar of the free yourself from teacher burnout framework. Mindfulness. And the three pieces to that, find your flow, develop an attitude of gratitude and embrace the present. And last but finally, not least, the third pillar of the framework, the self-focus pillar. The key question here being, what does focusing on myself look like? And again, this is such an individual thing. Yeah, what it may look like to you might be completely different to what it may look like to your bestie. But the three main pieces of the self-focus pillar here and the ones that I personally have found the most effective in a teacher's life based on my own personal experience and through the work that I do with my clients. First one being unleashing self-compassion. Self-compassion is easier said than done. It's one of those things that takes work and if we are someone who tends to be quite harsh on ourselves and set really high expectations on ourselves by default self-compassion can be quite a challenge and that's why I personally think that it's probably the most important one when it comes to focusing on the self how do you show yourself self-compassion What does a self-compassion practice look like for you? So the second piece of the self-focus puzzle is to cultivate self-worth. And this is all about how you view yourself as a teacher and as a person as well. Do you believe in the skills and the things that you do in the classroom? Do you believe that you are doing a good job? in your role as a teacher? Do you believe that you're doing a good job outside of school, being a human being? How worthy are you to yourself? And the third piece, third and final piece to the self-focus pillar is that of practicing self-care. And again, self-care is so individual what self-care is to you might be completely different to what self-care looks like for me and there's so many ways that you can care for yourself it's about finding the things and the activities that truly fill your cup up the things that recharge your batteries the things that truly give you that space to care and show yourself love yeah and this is not just physically yeah it's about showing yourself care emotionally mentally so many aspects to it so that's the free from teacher burnout framework that i use to support my clients in a nutshell Really, And if you are listening to this and you're going, ooh, those three pillars and those pieces in each of those pillars, they might be some things that I need to work on. Like if you're sitting here and you're going, gosh, I don't know what my strengths are. I'm not showing up from a place of my strengths every day. Or if you're sitting here and going, ooh, I probably could work on... A bit more self compassion at this time. I haven't really been all that kind to myself. If these thoughts are coming through to you and you're going, I'm actually ready to focus on these things because I know that if I focus on these things and make changes in these aspects in my life I'm not just going to show up as a better teacher I am going to show up as a better human being for everyone around me and burnout's going to be far away like I don't even want to be thinking about that because working on myself is going to give me that distance from actually experiencing burnout yeah and ultimately at the end of the day you are going to be cultivating a mindful and purposeful life where you are truly flourishing like you were meant to be so if this is you and you're listening to this episode and you are curious as to how we can work together and how we can use this framework to help support you and your well-being, please don't hesitate to reach out. I have a number of spaces open currently for my signature one-to-one coaching series where we work together over three months and we really deep dive into this framework and we make sustainable and positive changes in your life if this is you reach out I would love to chat book in a discovery call with me and let's chat about how we can work together so you can be the flourishing teacher that you were meant to be thank you for joining me for another episode of the flourishing teacher podcast If you enjoyed listening to this episode today, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review on whichever podcast platform you are tuning in from. Also, I would be eternally grateful if you would share this podcast with all the other superhero teachers in your life who would benefit from listening to these conversations about prioritizing their well-being join me on my mission to spread the word and spread the importance of teacher and educator well-being. Thank you so much for being here and I'm looking forward to having you on the next episode.